Welcome to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once in a lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on. We're back from a trip to this year's Epcot Arts Festival, and we want to tell you about everything we saw and tasted. But first, travel news, including Disney Does Antarctica, a visit with some Scottish cows, and the week in Disney Parks history. Load up your palette and grab your brushes. It's time to hit the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Welcome back to Action News Team Center K23, your one-stop source for the latest and breaking news around the world and around the corner. Stick around until the top of the hour for the bizarre saga of the American racing pigeon that got lost and found its way to Australia. And then it turned out to actually be from Australia the whole time. But first, let's go to our reporter out on the streets to hear from our viewers. Dan, what's the latest word on the streets? Thanks, Dan. Today I'm talking to the man and woman on the streets because I wanted to know... When the Gold Key Adventure Society inevitably gets picked up by a network to be made into a TV series, what will your cheesy sitcom-style catchphrase be? Mmm. Mm. That'll do her. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's gonna be, you stay magical, America. Uh-oh, looks like I broke local laws again. Ruh-roh. <laughs> 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 Zach, do you have a catchphrase? What's your catchphrase, Zach? Hey, y'all. I like it. It's simple. Like it. It's to the point. You make a Kramer-style entry into the room. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Probably something like, I'm old and grumpy, or Poe Buddy's Nerfect. <laughs> <laughs> or what was the second one? Poe Buddy's Nerfect. Dad, don't make no crap. <laughs> That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> That'll do her. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> y'all, I'm male. How y'all doing? <laughs> I love him. <laughs> Me too. Well, folks, if you haven't guessed, Zach's back in the studio with us this week. Zach is back. back. Zachy, Becky. Hooray. Well, our show this week is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess, bad news out of Disneyland Yeah, Resort. sorry to be the bearer of bad news for our uh, West Coast folks, but uh, uh, Disneyland has canceled the, or excuse me, sunsetting Sunsetted. they will be sunsetting the current annual pass program which is uh is pretty sad um so they haven't given a timeline on when this is going to happen uh they did say that they will eventually be replaced with new options um and they're going to be giving refunds to the current pass holders and as a nice little i guess send off they're giving them also 30 percent off select merchandise at downtown disney and buena vista street 
Mondays through Thursdays, January 18th to February 25th. Mm. So that's a little window for them to get something out of it before it's all We don't want you coming to our parks anymore. Please come by this. I'm not at all. They, yeah, I mean, no. Apparently, all all of the internet. Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they, they have. I think we've we've had seen the signals that they've been wanting to scale back their annual pass holder program for a while now because they get kind of overwhelmed with local traffic. Locals and, going in there bringing their own burrito mixes. Exactly. And we watched a guy building an entire burrito one time, like no food, no nothing. Y'all, this guy had a backpack full of Rubbermaid bins of everything you need to make a burrito bowl. He had ground beef. He had guacamole and cheese in his backpack. That's what the locals are doing. It was Nuts! That sounds like a food safety nightmare. I know there's been yeah. some money, but has that on. man never heard of the of the danger zone? Right, oh, he's no. walking around with a, a rubber. He took the highway baggie. there. Yeah, he's walking around with a baggie of sour cream in his backpack all that day That man long. was Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> like that family with those matching hats, and they were making their kids eat the casserole. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But the parents got to eat theme park food. I think about that family a lot. (laughs) That's funny. They had those gardener hats on. (laughs) I had forgot about that. That And that was on the ABD trip we took to Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. But, you know, I love that Disneyland is is uh, just like anything, uh, your annual pass now ends with a gift shop. Yes. Mm. They're going yeah. to give you 30%. Exit through the gift shop, basically. Yeah. I mean, those tears set through the gift shop. Those Sunset tears got shop. really out of control. I mean, they they had like, yeah. I think they had one that like gets you in every other day between three and four if you stand yes. on one foot and like, you know, but yeah. for like five dollars. Yeah. yeah, so this the, is going to clear a lot yeah. of the local traffic and it's going to help them when they reopen to be able to limit who's coming in there so mm-hmm. and they're limiting liability right now for people i paid for something oh, i can yeah. get yes. yeah just stop it and they did say the the phrasing in the press release was said that they will in the future when things normalize come up with other membership options i thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. phrase yeah, yeah that is term. i have a feeling that they're not going to have as many tiers it's going to be probably mm-hmm. just the upper one or two tiers at some some degree and you you're going to pay a good amount for it but yeah because that that socal pass yeah. they had was pretty cheap yeah yeah and, i think that was yeah. what kind of pushed it over the it edge had a lot them. of restrictions but still yeah. really drove crowds. a lot of those were implemented during the down times in the economy when mm-hmm. both coast parks were low in business so they were trying to drum up people to come in in the afternoons yeah, and we, and we may see some of that when things normalize and the economy still sucks. So yeah. who knows? I'm curious to see what they do. Yeah. Well, it's also kind of interesting to think about. We've talked about recently things like the uh, social clubs that gather mm-hmm. there. And there's yeah. a whole lot of different cultures in the parks that this just going to disappear. That's, it's gonna that be part interesting. is sad. But it is going to open it up a lot more for yeah. families or people just coming from out of state. Because as somebody mm-hmm. that doesn't live in Disneyland and has visited a few times. 
it's you you know you know when the locals show up they show up in the afternoons and the evenings mm-hmm. on the weekends and it's you know it's crazy yeah, weekends are nuts yeah. yeah so that always made it good for me though being from the eastern time zone because you know by 4 or 5 a.m on my the beginning of my trip to disneyland i'm wide awake yeah and the locals are not in there even on the yeah. weekends they're not there right when the park opens. Yeah, you can get you a lot can, done yeah. before they show up in their matching biker jackets yes you'd, you know <laughs> 10 10 11 a.m as you'd start to notice uh, the the crowds building and by afternoon it would always be crazy especially on the weekend but i do hate that just for the local flavor i love right. disneyland the mm-hmm. way there's so many obvious locals people that dress crazy to go in there and you get all the rockabilly people and the biker gang looking people and the yeah, I do goth like kids and it's just so great there i hope that part stays i don't want just tourists from the rest of the world you love right. the california folks i think they're the diehards so i, I think it's gonna be hard mm-hmm. to to keep the people with the tattoos and the and the clothing mm-hmm. all completely yeah. dedicated it. out of it oh. mm-hmm. and the wording that they use the sun setting made me think that they were basically going to go put the ap program out on a farm where it can run free <laughs> and be happy oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll with go visit goats. it eventually that's, yeah. that's the so. farm next to the glue factory right <laughs> What? No. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. Say that? Sorry, Timmy. <laughs> Your horse is dead. My beloved AP. No. <laughs> well, hey, who wants to go frolic with some penguins? Um, penguins okay. are my favorite animal Wait. of all time. So, yes. Well, Adventures Next to the by Quaka? Disney. Well, oh, yeah. The it's Quaka. close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Adventures by Disney has the trip for you, Jess. Some actual cool news came coming out this week that Disney is Adventures by Disney is embarking on expedition cruises. And super exciting. So exciting. They're they're partnering with Panant, which is I mean, this is a high end luxury expedition cruise line. They also do Panant also does does some cool like uh Tahiti and South Pacific sailings. But they're partnering with Panant to do Antarctica cruises. They're going to leave from Buenos Aires. So you start in Buenos Aires and you stay there for a night and then they will fly you from there to Patagonia. Mm. Get on this. I love their jackets. (laughs) Yes. And this is a pretty adventurous itinerary. It's going to take you. All the way down to through the Beagle Channel, which I guess is named after the boat Little that dogs. Charles Darwin used. Yeah. Um, you're going to get to explore Tierra del Fuego National Park, which is kind of cool. Um, and you get a chance to go through the Drake Passage, which from what I understand <laughs> is one of the most challenging crossings that a ship can make. So it's kind of high adventure. Just because it's full There's of so many of year ducks. They can't do it. What's that, Dan? It's because it's full of so many ducks. Oh, yes. I think you're Drake. right. Get it. So many I don't know if I want to do a challenging cruise on a, <laughs> in a place named for Darwin. <laughs> well, I suspect that they will not be doing this at the, the, the challenging time of year. Right now, they're only planning two departures. One leaves on December 20th of this year, and one leaves on January 30th of 2022. And I have to tell you that it's not cheap. This cruise is going to start start at twelve thousand dollars for adults. 
a person? Per person. Do I get to take the penguin home with me? American, yes. (laughs) Children start at $11,000, and kids under the age of 10 are not allowed on this particular cruise. Thank God. Is alcohol included? Uh, yes, actually, a lot. Basically, I mean, these this Panant is a really high end brand, and it's going to include all of that stuff. They also will be including a uh, like a down jacket for everyone. Oh yeah. Um, the the Panant has the little zodiacs on board. The little the killer. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> rubber boats. Yeah, they're basically little rubber boats, and they'll they'll take you onto a glacier to to frolic with the penguins, go whale watching. It looks like a really Amazing. really cool trip. Uh, they had a couple of other announcements too. They're also going to be going to the Galapagos, which is mm-hmm. very cool. Uh, those are a little bit more reasonable prices for the nine day Galapagos. Oh, I forgot to mention the the Antarctica cruise is a twelve day cruise. So it's a thousand dollars a day. Yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> the Galapagos are going to be six. Uh, sorry, nine day cruises. Those start at six thousand dollars, and the Galapagos are uh, going to be all in twenty twenty. Their first ones will launch in March. Uh, sorry, February, March, July, August, and December of twenty twenty two for the Galapagos. Those also sound cool. And then another announcement they made is that on their Sen River Cruises, which they partner with Ama Waterways for. They're going to have several departures that take advantage. What's the Sen River? That's in the France. Mm. La France. They're going to have several departures that take advantage of the fact uh, that they own National Geographic now. And they're going to have Nat Geo photographers on board these sailings who will teach you how to take pretty pictures. Yeah, they're doing... Photography class kind of things, mm-hmm. I guess, during your expeditions or your excursions, yes. as they say. Yeah, so you can go on an excursion with a Nat Geo photographer, and they can. I'm help all over you. this, right? It sounds so cool. I guess you, you'll also get a, a a special book of photography tips, and they're going to do some other special things of um, with your for photographs for souvenirs, but it sounds really neat. Uh, on board, the photographer will, will host some seminars about um, photography tips and things, and then go out on excursions with you. So, some really cool announcements coming out of Adventures by Disney, which is great, since we haven't really gotten any good news from them lately. Still a pause on operations for them right now. Um, we're not really sure. I suspect it's going to be the middle of the year before we really have anything going from them, other than you can do your you can do private uh, ABDs with them right now. So some of those are pretty cool. You can do a private departure to Egypt. You and nine of your best friends go check out the camels in the pyramids. But some good things coming. We're we're sign me up for that. <laughs> I don't Does know about the, the Antarctic one. <laughs> yeah. What were you Does the Galapagos come with its own tortoise? I, Do you get a tortoise? I really hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that count as a carry-on? glasses. I think I'd like to go to the, the Galapagos, and I, I think I'd even do Antarctica. I mean, I live in Antarctica half the year, right? So the, <laughs> the cold doesn't bother me. Anyway. <laughs> I want to pet a penguin. Yeah. Actually, I have done that at the zoo. Did they know? 
Did it cost twelve dollars? <laughs> <laughs> like, ma'am, this is a restricted area. <laughs> ma'am, you need to get out of the pool. <laughs> Come on. Put your pants back on and get out of here. <laughs> ma'am, this is not a zoo and you're disturbing the senior aquatic exercise class. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a penguin. <laughs> it's just Danny DeVito. Oh, <laughs> no. How she got into the aquatic center wearing false scuba gear. We'll never no know. No one really knows. <laughs> well, guys, I saw a news story the other day, and I had to check real quick where the guy in the headline was from because I was a little worried at first that we might not have Jeff on the show this week. Oh. Yeah. Um, this. Uh, <laughs> um, well, so. Uh, a Missouri man was jailed after police said he was found in a stolen floating tiki hut in Key West uh, this past week. <laughs> um, that is me. A stolen floating tiki hut. Yeah, so uh, Tylan Earl Morling, age 26, of Independence, Missouri, was intoxicated when found alone on the distinctive charter boat, which belongs to cruising tikis, according to Florida Fish and Wildlife uh, Conservation Commission. This is basically just like a octagon shaped pattern with a little tiki hut bar in the middle of it and it's but it's got a motor so that they can take you out into the water where can i get one of these uh, um pretty oh, easily saw, just there's one, one in p west <laughs> yeah. i saw yeah. this on in, uh, in the tiki land group that i'm in the guy built that built this thing uh oh. this guy didn't build this thing this guy stole this one because the headline refers to him as the tiki pirate yeah. uh, he got drunk yes. he stole this thing and sails it out in the water um they found, he also did massive damage to it because he uh, he was oh. <laughs> filling up coconut shells and water pitchers with alcohol to yes. light on fire to stay warm overnight because he got cold. So he, he was building fires on the bar. So he was using bar. booze to stay warm. Yeah. So he 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 did a lot of damage to it. But uh, they they found oh, no. him passed out over at over the bar. Um, He's arrested on a felony charge of grand theft with damage over a thousand dollars. Grand also, theft tiki. Yeah, <laughs> a much more boring game on the PlayStation. <laughs> yes, he also <laughs> claimed that he had heart problems, so that they would take him to a hospital instead of the jail. And, and he was alone him? on his tiki thing. <laughs> That is great. I'm just glad that it wasn't Jeff that they found passed out on a mm-hmm. stolen tiki hut. I can hold my liquor when hut. I steal a liquor boat. Thank you. <laughs> Apparently this guy first tried to take a piano bar out and realized that didn't work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those don't float very well. <laughs> it's all wood, though. I do like tickling my ivory. <laughs> You've also been detained for that, too, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> yeah, at a tiki bar. <laughs> Do they call it a tiki barge? If uh, not, they made a mistake. Oh, that is have. a huge mistake, yeah. DM. DM. Of... <laughs> <laughs> now you know where to get one of those things from Mr. Jeff Williams. We're building Jeff a tiki barge. We're going into business. Yes. We're branching out. Forget this travel and adventure thing. We're building floating bars. Well, speaking of bars... Speaking of bars and drinking, um, Mardi Gras is returning to Universal Orlando Resort. Yay! Yay. 
Is it a taste of Mardi Gras? Um, <laughs> no, they do the whole. It's not a taste, but but there is there is an allusion to that. There, it's 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 called Mardi Gras 2021 International Flavors of Carnival. So there's tasting involved. You got to taste the flavor. Um, this is going to be happening Saturday, February 6th through Sunday, March 28th, and it's going to feature authentic cuisine inspired by the most iconic Carnival festivals across the globe. Um, that, that's going to include 70 delectable dishes and beverages from 13 locations. And uh, the first ever opportunity to get up close uh, with the intricately detailed Mardi Gras floats that will be stationed throughout the park. So I'm basically meaning they're not going to be doing the parade. Uh, no parade. <laughs> no throwing of COVID beads to anybody. That uh, Just come and take a look at our floats. Yeah. Get, get up close and look at them. And they've been doing these tribute stores. And so, of course, there's going to be a Mardi Gras tribute store as well and um then there's also going to be a big easy bash in the streets with live performances so hmm. and that's um mm-hmm. basically included in your admission to the parks all the right they're doing the and, live performances yeah they are doing live performances with like brass bands um and oh, live performers. i was thinking of the because they usually have the concert series no they're not doing like the big concert oh, series but yeah just the local either. bands they bring in from new orleans um usually yeah, yeah. Yeah. those guys yeah I know, and they always had some good ones, and oh. always Pitbull. Yes. And McElroy. There's always McElroy. I prefer Macaron. <laughs> His French cousin. His French cousin. His mother's maiden name is Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> There's a finger put on it. Can we, can, we, can we come up with another? Oh, we're done. We've Julia exhausted. Stiles will be handing We've out exhausted. beignets, by the way. <laughs> yes, there it is. <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad Yummy. she found something else to do around. Wait, she can't. There they call them minyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're yellow and taste like bananas. Well, I know our very own Jess Evans is is Scottish and has been stuck at home for a long time. Well, I, I thought I'd, I'd bring to your attention that the, the great people of Scotland and Visit Scotland have a new way for you to get your... Uh, your visit in without having to go and and maybe keep you uh, keep you satis- tied over satisfied i don't know what to say about this because it's satiated, it's, weird, satiated. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing that they've come up with um they know that people can't come and visit scotland right now so they they were trying to think of ways to keep scotland on your mind until you can come and visit so what they've come up with is called the coup cam I love these. When I read that, I thought, what what is a coo cam? And then I realized (laughs) it's the word cow with a Scottish accent. Mm -hmm. The Highland coo. Yes. This in Scotland is is releasing a series of videos of Highland cows. Head over to visitscotland.com and you can get your fill of just watching the Highland coos. Frolic? I don't know. What does a cow do? They eat grass. That's about Walk around and eat grass and poop hay. They're actually the weirdest looking cows. Too, yeah, they're right? long hair. They're yeah. long haired cows. They're really fluffy and have the coolest bangs. They do have spectacular They look like Rachel on season bangs. three. They look like Bay and, City Rollers. And horns. Oh, yeah. They do. They do. Also Scottish. Maybe that's where the Bay City Rollers got their look from, was from the Coos. 
Uh, yeah, this just cracked me up when I was scrolling and saw it. It made me think of you, Jess. So I had to send you over to visit scotland.com to watch the There's, Q-cam. The cutest thing in the world is a, a baby one of these cows. <gasps> is there any video of a baby one? Yeah, I've seen it on the old TikTok. Oh, stop. Yeah. Which, which I think makes I'd love me, to see that. It makes me really curious. Why did the world all of a sudden become obsessed with these cows? Because it seems like in the last 12 yeah. months, there's been an explosion of Highland cows all yeah. over. Gross. Poor cows. <laughs> <laughs> Poor cows. The methane gas, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Look. They're, they're adorable. They're just like, they're like, super oh, fluffy looking. Yeah. so cute mm-hmm. and fluffy. It's so fluffy. I'm going to die. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> like a teddy bear cow. The yeah. website does say that this is the best way to get your fill of the Highland cows because when you are able to visit Scotland again, they say it's best not to approach the cows when you're out exploring. They've got some pretty big horns. I mean, they look fluffy and friendly, but they say it's I don't the know. best way because the other ways that Scottish people get close to <laughs> Highland cows is actually illegal. So, oh dear, yeah, maybe don't do that. <laughs> You ever notice that Scottish men wear really long socks with their kilts? <laughs> What's that for, Jess? The back hmm. legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I own multiple pairs have... of those socks, so we whatever. Taking a turn. <laughs> Dan, this is just to remind you to remove this segment while editing this week's program. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Anxious to get back to Scotland, but <laughs> eat your haggis and be already packed my socks. <laughs> yeah, sock full of haggis. Ugh, oh boy, <laughs> sock full of haggis. Haggis. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> Just take us back to Epcot, please. This year's Christmas theme is going to be socks and haggis. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. Ooh. Well, uh, pivoting. A little bit. There's a new different. exhibit coming to Epcot's American Adventure Pavilion. This will be the Soul of Jazz exhibit. Mm. Um, Could this be a, a bit of a cross-promotion with a new film? No, not at all. What are you talking about? No, they oh. wouldn't do that. IP, what? <laughs> um, yep, this is, uh, this is based around the new Pixar film, Soul, and uh, Imagineers have worked with top jazz musicians from around the world to create uh, an exhibit that's going to be debuting in February. Mm, interesting. And we've all seen Soul here, right? I have seen it. I loved it. That's an amazing Brilliant. movie. I, Brilliant I think that's movie. really well done. So It was, mm-hmm. it was too smart for me. Oh, <laughs> that's sad. not a surprise. Oh. <laughs> Did you like the pretty colors? <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who wouldn't love a movie with a talking cat? I mean, come on. Oh, well, yeah. Well, when that happens, I, I don't know. It's been out for... It's spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When, when Mr. Mittens dies, <laughs> and you yeah. just, just see him on the, into the great beyond, that was pretty great. Yeah, yeah. When they tell Joe the only way he can get back to Earth is if he murders the cat. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> a horrible <laughs> twist in the film, but, you yeah. know... Good. I never, I don't remember never that thought part. I'd see a cat in a meat grinder in a Pixar <laughs> film. But here we are. <laughs> and Pixar will be calling us soon for new ideas for their next film. TM. <laughs> it was nice to be able to watch a Pixar film and not cry for once, though. Oh, I did. 
Oh, yeah. the last. At least yeah. cry, cry for sadness. Mm, Didn't cry because yeah. somebody died, I guess. Yeah. 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 Hmm. It was funny when he died. <laughs> yes. A little bit. <laughs> I thought it was great. I loved the jazz music that was in it. I loved the score from Trent Reznor and oh, his partner, yeah. whose name I can't remember, but they've they've been doing some really cool. I think it's Atticus soundtrack Finch. work. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Very cool stuff, and not at all like Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> no, I kept waiting for Head it's Like a Hole to start, but uh. right. <laughs> I've been listening to that. I was soundtrack. ready for the head banging dancing part, but at home, the, I thought it was weird that the lyrics were "I want to jazz you like an animal," but you know, I, <laughs> that was not with an A. Oh, <laughs> that's the radio no. edit. Radio edit. Well, there was some bad news for for the British this week. More? <laughs> the, Even less fluoride yeah. available in their country. <laughs> the United Kingdom could be on the brink of collapse because one of the Tower Ravens is missing. Are you guys familiar with this? This? Uh... I mean, they have wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you familiar with, the, with, their, with their legend about the Tower Ravens? Wait, Jeff, you've, you've visited yeah, photographed the Tower them. of London and saw mm-hmm. the beautiful birds. Well, there is a legend that says if there are ever less than, sorry, fewer than six ravens strolling the grounds of the Tower of London, then the entire kingdom will crumble into dust and a great harm will befall them. Well, luckily, they're, they're a little smart about it and they always keep more than six ravens there because they are allowed to freely come and go. They seem to like living there because they live on a daily diet brought to them by the raven masters of mice, chicks, baby chickens, yeah, rats, raw meats, and blood-soaked cookies. Mm. Mm, Wait, yummy. what kind of blood? <laughs> it doesn't The worst say. bed and breakfast ever. <laughs> yeah. What, what, do you, do you have to get a college degree to... To apply for that to job, what Raven do I need? Master? I'm looking to brush so. up my resume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the right now they've lately they've had seven ravens in residence, and one of them, her name was Merlina, <coughs> has not been seen for several weeks, and they say she would always return after her flights around London because she really, really loved the Raven Master and had a close relationship with him. So they suspect. That she has died. It's very sad. But luckily, they still have six ravens, and I'm pretty sure they're probably combing the countryside for that spare right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd think they would clip their wings. That one that one will come yeah. back, because it's going to be Jones and for the Anne Boleyn blood-soaked cookie. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's where they get the blood. They should put those on the cookie stroll next year for Festival oh, of Oh, hey, that's a great idea. A little savory cookie. I don't know if I trust the. I don't know if I trust the Raven Master. I don't know if I trust the Raven Master. Like, oh, she, she. We had a special relationship. Like, that sounds like the guy who's like, (laughs) it was a mutual breakup. You know. (laughs) Exactly. Well, she would quote him nevermore. The article I saw said that she wasn't just any raven. She was the Raven Queen. Apparently, yes, she was. I don't really know what that means. What her duties. Our powers are, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So 
<laughs> she just looked like Freddie Mercury. <laughs> she was she was the favorite of the Raven Master, and he's very sad that she has not returned from her. Uh, some of them we saw. I guess they they say they are free to roam about. There was a lot um, of them when there we were, were there. A lot of them, and they're huge. They're like chicken size. Oh yeah, I didn't the know ravens were so bird. big. They're big, and they could peck your eye out. They're kind of scary birds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are beautiful, though, especially now that they have a taste for blood. <laughs> But luckily, Jubilee, Harris, Grip, Rocky, Aaron, and Poppy are still there. Aaron. Aaron Aaron. with an E. Yes. I guess it's one of the other girl ravens. Still there. Named because because she hates Muppets, right? Yes. That is correct. (laughs) She flies into a rage and and pecks. (laughs) Wait, speaking of Tom Hanks, did we see that he's going to be narrating the Carousel of Progress? Wait, what? They're no. redoing the, see that rumor. They're doing the that's what I've seen that on a lot of different things that yeah. he's going to but be doing the blasting. voiceover of the guy in Carousel of Progress. Oh, interesting. I, I thought it was just for the last scene though. No, oh, I didn't see that part. Hanks. But it, yeah, it's, it's some bus driver probably started that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. I bet you it was Julia Stadt. I'm yeah, I'm here for that. If he did kind of the Walt voice from Saving oh, Mr. Banks. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you are that bus driver or any other Disney bus driver, could you please call in and be on our show so we can please. hear all of the best and most accurate rumors of what's coming? I'd like to have a chat. Let's make that happen, Dan. Yeah. We'll find we'll find a bus driver. Drive TV's <laughs> Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> Someday Disney Plus is Tom Hanks. Yes. Yeah. Someday he'll go far. Mm-hmm. That well, guys, guy, he's got he a, peaked he's... at bosom buddies. That's <laughs> gonna say he's no Peter Scolari, but he's all right. <laughs> Did we ever find out who won when he versed the volcano? I think the volcano. I think it I was, was the volcano, volcano mm-hmm. wasn't it? Nine yeah. times out of ten, that's how it goes. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I, alert, I, the volcano spit him back out. I've heard they're gonna tell you that it's Tom Hanks doing the Carousel of Progress voice, but it's actually gonna be his brother. <gasps> I have heard about that. He does a lot of the voiceovers. He's Woody in Toy Story Land, and yeah, yeah, anytime it's like a like a cartoon that Tom Hanks isn't got the time for. He's, he doesn't have the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if the if the cash isn't right, it's probably what's his what's his brother's name? Tim. Tim Hanks. Tim. It's Tim. Really. I love that. No, no? I, 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 oh, okay. you're making it up. Darn! I really I didn't was, know he had a brother. He does. He has. I saw it on. I love he to looks, watch the Graham Norton show. He looks like Earth Two Tom Hanks. Yeah. It's weird. He yeah. does. I love to watch the Graham Norton show, and I believe it was Tom Hanks that was on. It seemed like it, unless maybe they're twins. Um, but yeah, they were. They asked. They asked him point blank. So we've heard Jim a rumor Hanks. that. Oh. I was close. It's Jim. Oh, okay. They, they, we've heard a rumor that sometimes it's your brother doing the voice of, of Woody and other Tom Hanks characters. And he said, yeah, actually, yeah, that's true. Mm. Oh, you're right. Jeff is showing us a photo of it Jim It looks like Hanks. Howie Mandel ate Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, but... but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Howie Mandel got into the transporter. <laughs> Well, I want to know then. Are we are we going to be fooled on the Carousel of Progress? Is it actually Jim Hanks? <laughs> I don't think they should change any of that. I don't think they need to update anything in the Carousel of Progress. I like how it's called the Carousel of Progress, not stagnation, yes. dude. 
it progresses <laughs> and then it stops. It's got to stop at some point. And it apparently okay. stops in what the 80s thought the future was. So, yes. yeah. um, more importantly, and I'll probably cut this out because it's not that important, but I just wanted to show you his other brother, Larry. And this is another joke. brother. Oh, this is my brother. Do you have one named Daryl? Yeah, man. man. This is my other God, brother, Larry. I got to turn off my virtual. <laughs> Who knew that the Hanks family had so many talented members? <laughs> Technical difference. Oh, oh, oh God. That's it's skinny. Larry. Dynasty Hanks. Yes. <laughs> he's an entomologist. Yep, so Hanks, that's me. Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> Uncle Cy Hanks. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So Was that guy at the uh, at the protests recently? More like <laughs> no Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm with you, Jeff. Well, guys, uh, since uh, since we have our resident Disney historian on this week, I thought it would be a good idea to go back and take a look at this week in Disney, mostly parks history. Mostly. Although, I'll tell you what, mid-January is apparently historically not a very exciting time for, <laughs> for changes at the Disney parks, but we'll give it a whirl. Uh, January 19th, 1956, C.V. Wood Jr., Disneyland's original general manager, resigns after there was a lot of friction because he was kind of a jerk. Uh, oh. <laughs> he goes on to create other iconic amusement parks, including Magic Mountain, Freedom Land USA, and uh, most notably Six Flags Over Texas. Oh. Oh, it all makes sense. <laughs> Calm down, Jeff, not yeah. Georgia. <laughs> all makes sense. Are we sure he didn't have something to do with Gatorland? Mm, uh, no, but or he did. Or the much larger Walt Gator World. <laughs> I'm visiting there soon. <laughs> Uh, his final project was uh, the Warner Brothers Studio Experience Amusement Theme Park in Australia. Oh, I thought you were going to say London. <laughs> nope. gonna, that one's a good one. Australia. But no, Australia. Yeah. Australia. <laughs> um, also January 19th, 2011, the Disney Dream is officially christened at Port Canaveral. Yes, hey. the Disney Dream. Remember and who Disney was there to christen it? I'd... Is that the J-Hud one? Um, was Jennifer, Jennifer Hudson? I, I think, think it so. is, yes. I believe one of them was Mariah right. Carey, right? She was the, whatever the last one was. Yeah, the wonder. I think she was. Or I'm going to be the godmother yeah. of the new ones. All of them. All, <laughs> All <three>. of them. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think Jennifer Hudson was. Practice swinging that champagne bottle. Um, uh, January 20th, 1936, Adriana Casalotti begins recording dialogue for Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, a process Snow that would White. take 48 oh. days. Uh, also January 20th, 2005, uh, Walt Disney World finally announces the permanent closure of River Country Water Park a full four years after it was last open for business. Oh, that took a minute. <laughs> well, we should probably announce that the thing has been torn down. That's now yeah. called the Stitches Great Escape treatment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. Also, the 20,000 Leagues and some other yeah, things. They didn't like officially that. close 20,000 Leagues till they'd paved over. No, but over it took, it. It took, yeah, them, yeah. It took, yeah, took them about seven years to announce that it wasn't coming that back. That we're not bringing yeah. it back. Uh, January 21st, 1955, construction of the Disneyland Hotel in Anaheim is announced. Oh, fun. Uh, and announced. Yes. Huh. Uh, in 1955, it was going to cost $10 million. Oh, uh, mm. Also in January, fifty-five dollars—that's uh, pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, also on January twenty-first, but fast forward. Uh, let me do the math. Thirty-four years to nineteen eighty-nine. Uh, Disney acquires the Rather Corporation, which gives them ownership of the Disneyland Hotel. 
Um, it also gave them possession of the Queen Mary cruise ship and Howard Hughes uh, Spruce Goose Spruce airplane. Goose. Oh, yeah. do they still own the Queen Mary? That's interesting. She's just parked in uh, Long Beach, and you mm-hmm. can go spend the night on what is purported to be a very haunted ship. Yes, uh, they had like plans. They had plans to build a uh, park around <clears throat> that area. Oh, interesting. Uh, to include that did not happen. Yeah, There's no. a really great aquarium there. Yes, to- uh, they all. It also gave them the rights to the Lone Ranger and Lassie TV series. Huh. Which I'm surprised they haven't done anything with. It's so weird that one corporation owned that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And that was the year Taylor Swift was born. Oh, is that Disney history too? Was she born on January yes, 21st? She's a Disney Queen. She has a documentary on Disney Plus. That is mm-hmm. true. Okay. It's well, official. I've seen I'll it. allow it. Uh, January 22nd, 2013, the top three spots on Condé Nast Traveler's list of the top large cruise ships in the world are awarded to the Disney Wonder, Magic, and Dream in that order. Nice. The Wonder got yes. number one uh-huh. over the Magic and the Dream? Uh, yep. Who wrote that article? Uh, somebody from Condé Nast Traveler. Someone who likes older, smaller ships that don't have as much cool <laughs> stuff. Apparently. Having, having read that magazine, they, they were some sort of... They probably uppity. did an Alaska sailing, and I, I I could see it. I'd love to do an Alaska sailing on the Wonder. Or any other boat. Right. Yeah. Right now, <laughs> yes, I'll really take just anything. anywhere. I'll take the train to Alaska. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, January 20th. January 22nd, 2018, Minnie Mouse receives a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Ooh, fancy. A.K.A. Disney paid for her to have a <laughs> yes. star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's how that works. And, and how many years after Mickey? I don't know, 100? but hey, you know. And her star is 30% less than his. <laughs> less shiny. Does it have polka dots, though? Mm, good question. Uh, January 23rd, 2006, Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. Mike and Sully to the Rescue opens in Disney, California. Oh, well. That ride is hot garbage. Oh, but the ride it replaced, the Superstar Limo ride. Oh, yeah. That's one of my absolute favorite horrible Disney rides. The ride of that are fantastic. Oh, my God. That thing was a nightmare. I wish I could have experienced that. Me too. I've I've watched videos of that over and over. That thing looks just nightmare fuel. I love it. Just awful. That one and the one that was on the that replaced the people mover, like what terrible yeah, rocket ride, the hot yeah. rod There's thing. There's some fun stories yeah. about rocket that rides. about that ride though. It was initially supposed to be that you were getting chased by the paparazzi, yeah. and then the paparazzi chased and killed Princess Diana, and Disney said, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was not as fun as we thought." <laughs> It was very shortly before park opening, so they had to scramble yes, to Yes, and I think they scrambled that. and didn't do a very good job. But, I mean, wasn't it, there it, a, always, it always was going to be a stupid ride. But Wasn't there a scene where you like go through a t- tattoo shop and someone's getting a tramp stamp? Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and they were all like these weird rubbery like caricatures of, of famous yeah. people. They looked really like... They looked like weird. Mad Magazine drawings. Yeah, what they looked yeah like. very yeah. much. <laughs> um um uh so next january 24th 1993 mickey's toontown opens in disneyland and the world said and the crowd goes wild <laughs> well if i was three i would probably love it but it's That's got a, a roger point. rabbit attraction it smells like cotton candy and diapers back there yeah i do love that toontown has a roger rabbit attraction which is i don't know seems still going yeah yeah 
Like well, in, Toontown is where Roger Rabbit lived. That's true. That's yeah, true. Uh, in 2006, January 24th, Bob Iger announces Disney's purchase of Pixar in an all-stock transaction worth $7.4 billion, a move which confuses everybody who thought that Disney already owned Pixar. <laughs> I love that. Uh, January 25th, 1935. Including Disney. <laughs> right. <laughs> January 25th, 1935, actor Dean Jones, one of the Disney Studios' go-to live-action lead actors in the 60s and 70s, is born. Uh, and I just wanted to mention that because I love all of his movies. Does everybody have a favorite Dean Jones movie? No. The computer that wore tennis shoes. Ah, uh, that's not Dean Jones. Uh, I know. He, Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Darn Cat, The Ugly Dachshund. Oh, that's my personal I do love favorite. that Darn Cat. Uh, Monkeys Go Home, Blackbeard's no, Ghost. The Horse in the Gray Flannel Suit, The Love Bug, The Millionaire Duck, Snowball Express, The Shaggy D.A., and Herbie Goes to Monte oh, Carlo. Up. I love Shaggy D.A. and Love Bug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't That's love Herbie? That's my favorite of the Herbie movies. Maybe Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo. Yeah. Those are both good. Uh, if Buddy Hackett's involved, I'm going to be a fan. <laughs> uh, it, January 25th, 1990, Disney and Coca-Cola make it official with their 15-year exclusive marketing agreement. Uh, 2007, the Fouch family from Michigan becomes the first Walt Disney World guest to win a night stay in the Cinderella Castle, Cinderella Castle Suite in the Magic Kingdom. Uh, wow. And everybody's jealous. Yeah. Uh, 2019, Mickey's Soundsational Parade returns to Disneyland Park. And that brings us to uh, January 25th, 2020, when Shanghai Disneyland becomes the first of the Disney parks to close due to the coronavirus outbreak in China. Wow. Was that January? Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, this time last year we were at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. This time last week I was. <laughs> Whoa! Also true. <laughs> time is a flat circle, man. It's weird. Well, Dan, I, I know this is technically when this comes out, it would be last week, but uh, January 15th, 1975 is when Walt Disney's Carousel of Progress opened in the Magic Kingdom. Ooh, mm-hmm. Carousel true. of Progress. Which, we, we can't forget that. How close is that to Tom Hanks' birthday? Yeah. <laughs> or Jim Hanks. Or Jim Hanks. <laughs> or don't Judy forget Hanks. <laughs> Don't forget about me. They tried to. They wouldn't let me come to Thanksgiving. <laughs> There's a snake in my boot. <laughs> and also in my beard. <laughs> Wait a minute. These aren't my boots. <laughs> Well, stick around because after commercial break, we're catching up uh, with Heather and Jeff for a trip report from their recent trip to Walt Disney World, including all the details of this year's Taste of Epcot International Festival of the Arts. But just a taste. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your key to the world travel vacation planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. 
Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Dear Diary, what a difference a year makes. Last year around this time, we were visiting festivals and shooting hoops with the NBA and eagerly awaiting... <laughs> awaiting? Eagerly awaiting the opening of some exciting new attractions and restaurants. This year, we're still visiting Epcot for a festival, although for some reason the name seems to have gotten a lot longer. But we still haven't gotten to eat dinner in outer space, and the NBA is leaving town or at least their attraction at Disney Springs is. The good news is the festival of food and the drinks are as tasty as ever. There's art everywhere, and you can still act like a goofball posing in some larger-than-life versions of famous paintings. Let me tell you all about it. A taste of Epcot, International Festival of the Arts. It didn't seem particularly watered down. No, Maybe. not at all. Maybe some I, of the festival functions. I don't know. They had I, all the booths and food and tons of art still. I, I think know. some of the work. Sh- yeah, the concerts are gone. And I think some mm. of the workshops and things that were, you know, more in-person sort of stuff was yeah. was, was gone. But it still seemed like a, a full-blown. The theming and colors and everything this year are awesome. So great. So much figment. So you know how Epcot, since they've been starting the overall redo, has uh, gotten that sort of linear kind of space age look to it with Mm -hmm. the stripes and colors. And they've adopted a lot of that, but tons and tons of figment everywhere. He is everywhere. I I love that because his attraction is not the greatest attraction in Epcot Mm -hmm. history, but the Uh -uh. character that came out of that attraction is so great. I love him. It's really shocking that people still love Figment the way they Mm -hmm. do, because that Mm -hmm. ride is garbage now. It is. I do do remember Figment from the first time I ever went to Walt Disney World when he was the the actual puppet that you Mm -hmm. could talk to, and he was my favorite part of... I genuinely despised Epcot on my first trip to Walt Disney World. I was only five, and I thought it was really boring until I got to meet Figment. And then That's I the only it. part of it I really liked when we went as a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember my mother going, this is boring. Let's go back to Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably still hear that. We were there the year after it opened. What is it open in 83 or 2? 82. Yeah, so we were there in 83 for my birthday, so. Yeah, there wasn't, like, we rode the thing in uh, Mexico, and she's like, okay, enough, we're out. (laughs) We're done here. (laughs) I bet a lot of this crew has some Figment merchandise in their homes. Mm -hmm. Anybody got any Figment stuff? Dan, you have no Figment things? We have two Figment plushes that... The kids got a chip, but I don't for some oh, reason. Wow. Oh, Zach has a whole figment Zach has a curio area. cabinet filled with figments. <laughs> or did I imagine that? Do you have a figment purse? No, oh, we're going to have to find you a figment purse. Mm. Nope. I love the little, um, my favorite recent figment purchase is a little pop, little figment pop from, I think he must be from Food and Wine because he's holding a little cupcake. He's got a chef's hat on. It's so cute. 
And if you don't love figments, there's other stuff going <laughs> yes, on. There's there. stuff. <laughs> the Taste of Figments Festival. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. They well, have they turned have... all the construction walls into photo ops. Which is yeah, that's actually smart. fun. They've got all the wings and they have the figment <laughs> ears and stuff to mm-hmm. pose in front of. But literally, like every six feet, there's oh, yeah. a different set of angel wings, butterfly wings. <laughs> figment wings. Yeah, it's fun. They have all of the the... the what is the festival called? The festival of taste of the festival taste of the of arts. Taste of the festival of the arts. Yeah. I didn't get to taste any of the art, but I did look at a lot of it. And the, well, we tasted the, some of the the artistic food. Yes, for sure. That's tasting the art. I had yeah. the sushi donut, mm. which it's so good tastes better than it sounds and looks really pretty. Yeah, it's just beautiful. a round it's, sushi roll. Is it? I do okay. love I was wondering how if that's a sweet or a savory. They, uh, they are trying to make it all. Beautiful. Some of it's a little weird look, but it's all very beautiful looking. If you go over to themeparkprofessor.com, there is an article that's just all about the food with lots of photos of it. And there, I mean, there are some genuinely beautiful stuff that they've done with the food. There's a the seafood dish that it's octopus and shrimp, but then all of the the really pretty. Um, like there's a there's a lot of vegetables that are like hot pink and things that they had one at the booth in Japan that was uh you know a, next to Japan pavilion there's that um garden where they've raked the the Zen garden or whatever they call yeah. it where they rake the they have a little dish that looks like that that was I was going to order it cuz it looked cool but it sounded weird it was, it was like oh yeah it's mung um, beans and whatever it but it looks like a little rock beans, garden yeah. and it's in sand which i guess is some kind of cookie crumble or whatever that they've raked it looks so cute but and i don't want it has eat those it. little chocolate <laughs> those little rocks have you ever gotten the chocolate rocks they, yeah. they really do yeah. look like rocks oh here it is it's called the stone garden and it's red bean mousse yeah no chocolate thank you. rocks mm. And rice cracker pebbles. And the rice cracker pebbles are raked like the little garden. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. pretty. It is really cute. Now, I guess the, the Japanese aren't really known for their sweets. Their sweets tend to be a little, you know, not Shrimp that flavored. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they make a lot of candy out of this bean paste. So I yeah. think it actually is probably sweet. We should have just tried it. At last year's yeah. art festival, my brother got a dessert from the Japan pavilion that was it looked like a a cookie in the shape of a fish but it was mm. like that red bean paste yeah it was you it was inter- it wasn't awful it was interesting it's gonna taste like you know mush lima beans or something but right. i think it actually no, is they use it in a lot of stuff i just figured it would make me fart like every other bean does <laughs> yes. it is the most musical accurate. of fruits if you don't have beano maybe don't try that dessert <laughs> besides all the amazing art and experiences with artists you get to meet them and all that get autographed things my favorite thing in there is those photo ops that they have all over the place they have famous artwork that's made 3d where you can get inside of it and pose like the venus and uh, the birth of venus oh yeah <laughs> did you rise out <laughs> heather, of the clamshell heather did one with frida kahlo where you get in there and her <laughs> eyebrows are on your face <laughs> you look like you have her unibrow it's fantastic yeah i should say her eyebrow is on your face yes, yes. her one brow I'm a fan Those of the are fun. The and this year, one. at least at the ones we stopped at, they did not have PhotoPass people at any of them. No, you had to take your own photos. It was 
uh, that was one of the areas where you that's the I taste part the, yeah <laughs> and i think it was really the evidence of the layoffs mm-hmm. i didn't see many photopass photographers i think anywhere. all the exist they they had one photopass guy at the main entrance to um world showcase from the future mm-hmm. world side but that's the only one i saw the whole day and he was there to get a, your picture in front of the big display and uh signage and all for the festival those those art photo ops usually got a pretty decent sized line going on so i'm sure they didn't want people crowding up that's probably true but i mean people were so we saw people people were were lining up to use their own camera Mm -hmm. (laughs) well at least it wasn't sanctioned by disney this way a lot of uh of washington crossing the delaware is always (laughs) always that's yeah that's a famous good one this is slightly off topic but it's not really because it's photo pass related um did y'all see those new costumes that Disney's been testing with the PhotoPass photographers? Mm-mm. No. Where it's it's what? basically a, a North Face pullover and dark wash jeans. No. Weird. Maybe that's yeah. why we didn't see the, think we didn't see any <laughs> Maybe they were Are you sure that's a real PhotoPass guy, not why, just a what? random? That was a dude in jeans and a, pull, and a pullover as the PhotoPass folks? Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can Google it. Um, Maybe uh, that's why. <laughs> No, there was just nobody there. In fact, we were waiting in line for what we thought was a photo pass guy, but it was actually just that there was a group of execs and actors and creative types that were doing stuff for Disney copyright or some ads or something. something. So we were like waiting in line for them and we realized that's a really nice camera. Oh, wait, (laughs) we're just idiots standing here. That guy is, is filming a commercial. Oops. The social distancing lines to meet the artists and buy the exclusive pieces and get autographed were kind of crazy. We yeah. uh, we visited one. We were there on the morning. Uh, the it morning opened. that it opened, and we actually it was not crowded where we were. We came in the International Gateway entrance, and the line for the one that was in front of Morocco went all was- the way to Japan. And it was the one, Jeez. Zach, that I wanted to buy that print of um, Remy from Ratatouille in front of the oh, yeah. Eiffel Tower. And I bailed out and decided I'll go back when I'm there at the end of the month because the line was crazy. <laughs> yeah, because the artist the was Wonder- there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's where the Wonderground it, gallery tent it is. It is, yeah. And um, yeah. The, there were artists at uh, on the at the tents on both sides of that path. And so that yeah, line so they had it where they had a one long line to meet the artist and another long line to get in the thing. But then once you bought your thing, you had to go all the way damn near to Japan to get mm-hmm. in the line to pay for the thing. To pay for it. And I was way down there and there was a guy standing there holding a piece waiting in line to pay. I was like, You're already really You've far already from the cash the, register. Yeah. Just keep walking, bud. <laughs> You've already left the pavilion. <laughs> You're two yeah. pavilions over. Yeah. But it, you know, it looks so long because everybody is there. Yep, everybody's six feet physically apart. Physically distancing, everybody's six feet apart. But that line was kind of intimidating. But it, it did not get cracked. I guess the most normal people come in the front gate, so they ride the one and a half things there are to do in Future World. <laughs> and so by, by the early afternoon, it was getting crowded in World Showcase. But my recommendation is to come in the other entrance take a Skyliner or whatever, come in that entrance in the back and just, mm-hmm. you can get everything done in World Showcase before most people even show up. Mm-hmm. There's my, lots of cool little things to, 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 to go around World Showcase and look uh, hunt for. There's the official scavenger hunt, which we recruited a family 
of one of our travel advisors, the Jensen family, to do the scavenger hunt for us. And then we cheated. Report back. <laughs> yeah. We went well, and asked somebody where they all were so we could put the stickers up. <laughs> and they got a little frustrated. What I do like about that scavenger hunt is it's another way they've worked figment in. Because what you're looking for are famous works of art that they've replaced one of the figures with figment. Like there's mm-hmm. Edvard Munch's The Scream, only it's figment. And it's it's really cute. But I also love that they they kind of set some Disney artists loose in the World Showcase to paint some temporary little cartoons everywhere. And Zach, I don't know if you noticed that this year there's uh, if you saw the photos that Gelatoni is there this year. He He's is one of them. Who's it's Gelatoni? Cute. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Strap in, folks. We're in for a ride. <laughs> no. We don't have time. He's a cute, <laughs> cute little kitty cat who's friends with Duffy the Dumb Disney Bear. <laughs> Who was hey. created. I'm not a fan of Duffy. <laughs> but I love the cute kitty cat that's his friend. Where's a beret? He mm-hmm. does and wear it. And he paints with his tail. He paints with the tip of his tail. So That's unsanitary. But also in France, they had the little, the three little kittens from the Aristocats, which I thought was really cute. Um, over in China, there's a section of wall where they have a little cartoon that it makes it look like Mushu blew a hole in it, and he's sitting inside it. It's very cute. It's it's fun to walk around and look for those little things. Peter Pan's shadow. In they the should movie. always have that. Oh wait, absolutely. They do. <laughs> I mean, I think. I love an Epcot festival because, uh, especially in the normal times, I love being able to just walk around and drink and eat my way from one country to the next. That is my only drag, is to eat your sushi donut or drink your special mm-hmm. drink. You have to you have to stop. be stationary and sit your butt down. So, mm-hmm. But I think this festival is my favorite. It's very It's pretty short compared to the other festivals, but... I'm a big fan of of all of the artwork and all of the cool things. And some of the food is prettier than it is tasty, but I still like, you know, I like to take pictures of it and it's pretty. I think this is the first year I did not buy any print or other piece of art. Well, yeah, because we tried and that line scared us off. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the cool... uh, new this was new this year on and it was on the construction walls is they had some artists do really beautiful and really cool renderings of old rides uh some of which are not even there anymore like the universe of energy um horizons yeah but there were really really pretty artwork on and they're just temporary things up on on the construction walls of which there are many thousands of miles i might be exaggerating there were so well. many construction walls we we were like oh let's go see the new fountain up front is they've put the old school fountain back in up front i couldn't figure out how to get there <laughs> so we went left and then while we were over there we we're like well let's ride soren the wait was only about 20 minutes for soren oddly so we went and did that and then i came out <laughs> and there forgot. were walls and i completely forgot we were going to the front <laughs> Ended up back in the world showcase. Like, yeah. oh well. Like yeah. When you come into the park, you immediately have to go all the way left or all the way right to go way yeah. around the. Yeah. yeah, you have to go near and the it, seas. It yeah, just, yeah it's I'm just sure that little passage. Working, but does it look to anyone else like nothing has been done in there for 
I mean, those those buildings that they basically they're in there making、down. those new photo pass uniforms. <laughs> <Yes> those <laughs> buildings they knock down that are just standing there like empty, sad shells. They look like they haven't been touched in a while. Well, that's because this is the taste of construction festival. <laughs> <laughs> Got、so, it. I don't、so、know what you're gonna, expecting right now. It's going to take 10 more years to finish e p c o t I think it is. <laughs> They're probably milling around in there saying, Well, what do we do now, guys? What? We, have six, we have six bucks left. What can we do? <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw something about they make progress on mouse works, and that was about it. It, it looks it looks like they're not、gear. even tearing gear,、yeah. more stuff down. I know they're I know. tearing it all out, and it's just like they've stopped like right around where Club Cool was、uh, mm-hmm. and the photo ops in there at Innovations West or whatever that was. Yeah. They've just stopped. <laughs> it's just halfway torn down. <laughs> yep. It looks, it doesn't look good. But the World Showcase looks great, and we, we are seeing progress on Harmonious. They have two, the two barges are out there in the middle. They're kind of ugly right now because they're not. Once they're on. pumping water, I think it'll be、mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, it'll make we turn that whole thing into a fountain. That day, they were working, they were testing the armatures on the thing. So the, the barge sits out there and it has these archway things that have lights and the sprayers that will be the screen for the show as well as the fountain for the rest. But those, those are. On armature, like、uh, bendy things, and they were moving all around. Like they can straighten out, they can wave like a snake. So they were moving、Possibly、all around. They were testing that thing. Or,、uh, yeah. <laughs> like everything else. Damn near killed her. <laughs> it's not as good. Everybody's been crying about how ugly it is sitting out there. I think once it's pumping、oh, water,、yeah. it's going to be cool. But, obviously, I mean, any fountain that's not turned on is not usually that pretty. Yeah, the world、so. of color fountains are hideous when、yes. you see them not blowing、yeah. water. But if you've seen the renderings of what it's supposed to look like once they're turned on, I think it's going to be pretty spectacular. It's going to turn that whole lagoon into just a giant fountain, which will be kind of cool during the day. And then hopefully we see harmonious. Sometime this year. Sometime in 2021. Maybe, maybe Space 220 will open this year. Maybe、mm. France. They have opened up、um, the expansion into the France Pavilion. The ride is not finished yet. And Jess, do you know? I'm not sure whether they've opened up the, the restaurant and the shop. It looks like nothing、yet. is open yet. They're letting folks walk back through there where the one.、Um, Shopping、yeah. area by、mm-hmm. the perfume shop that cut through that's been blocked、They've、off. That's back open and you can、walls. go back there. But I wouldn't expect them to open the new crepery until things change a little bit. They're not going to open a new ride and a new crepery back there and then just kind of screw the pooch basically and <laughs> yeah, shove everyone because, back there. Yeah, a lot, everybody will go back there and it'll be pretty crowded.、Yeah. You're right. You're going to have two physically distanced lines, and how are you going to do、yeah. that just in that little annexed area? It's I don't, I don't foresee it happening soon. I, I see the ride opening soon, but I don't see the crepery opening soon. Yeah. That's kind of a bummer, but I think you're right. It's very pretty back there. It, it's, a,、yeah. it's a nice addition.、Uh, the Gusto's、uh, marquee light is on up on、mm-hmm. the top at night. It comes I love comes that. It looks great. The,、uh, yeah. all, the, all the signage is up. The lights are on. It looks pretty. The fountain was not going from the、uh, pictures I saw. It's there and it's finished. There's a cute little Remy fountain with all the rats、mm-hmm. all over it. It's like it. champagne、yeah. bottles and rats, which, why that's cute, I don't know. It's it cute. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's cute, but I love that movie so much and it, I love Remy. 
Um, I think you don't I know like. why you love that movie so much? Because it's cute and it's in France. That's it. <laughs> and it's in Paris. <laughs> I think I like Remy a little bit more than I like Figment. Sorry, Zach. Mm-mm. I like Orange Bird like better than either one of them. I've never seen Ratatouille, so... <gasps> Zach! Stop it right now. Get, get off this podcast. You go watch it right this minute. Do you have the Disney Plus? I know you do, because we were talking about WandaVision last night. So, you go watch Ratatouille today. That's your homework assignment. Yes. That will you be your better to presentation. Expect them in by the end of the week. um, We saw, and I don't know if they may have had this booth in the past. Um, They have a little screen printing booth where you can pick which shirt you want. Yeah, yeah, I I have a couple of theirs. I'm I'm a big fan of theirs. They do a lot of bands merchandise that I like. Yeah, they had. We were there on the first day, so that booth was really busy, and we decided not to stop. But. I love that. I you like pick, that it's not just t-shirts, and... too. You can get a flannel or that yeah. jackets. That they'll screen print. A hoodie. You yeah. can choose from six or eight different designs. And then some of those were customizable. You could do names and different things. Yeah. And, and they then you move the blocks around and make crazy. the print. They weren't crazy expensive. I mm. mean, they were cheaper than the I would have jacket expected. custom printed for you on the spot was $79. Mm-hmm. And that's for yeah. like a, well, it was like a, canvas jacket type of thing mm-hmm. yeah when they first started they only did t-shirts a couple of years ago mm-hmm. and then last year was when they first started the flannel flannels. shirts yeah. oh yeah mm-hmm. they had a full zip hoodie and a half zip hoodie and a what did they call it it was a a summer hoodie which I yeah sleeveless was, right yeah no it was just like super <laughs> super light yeah i assume it's what floridians wear when it's 70 degrees <laughs> I think there's a summer nip in the air. Yeah, I like that. And there was another spot that was called Spin Art. Oh, I saw yeah. that with the bicycles, like, the exercise bikes. Yeah, you get yeah. on an exercise bike, and then they have, I guess, it's paint or something in the wheel. Or they lost me at exercise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like that Spin Art kit you had that the kids had, where you where it spins the paper around and you drop the paint on, and the motion of the paper makes a big splatter. But you have to do it with power it yourself with yes. the bike instead of yeah. They still have the, quite a few of the <laughs> interactive back. things. They still have the paint by numbers mural. I mean, they just it was the and those were on construction line. walls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Weird. Relabored it. Normally they the build. Yeah. A, you know what's interesting is so last year they had already redone when I was there in. I can't remember if that was for the art or no. Yeah, so it was the. Spring Festival, no, whichever one I was there for in February. <laughs> yeah, that uh, was this They one. had already redone that whole part of the park there uh, where they had the permanent booths for their festivals where they would do the different uh, bath product kiosks and different things. And that whole thing was going to be like the new festival center. Now they've got that walled off again. Like, what? <laughs> you just redid this, and now it's part of your walled off construction yeah, stuff. That's it's where I the butterfly I... exhibit used to be mm-hmm. and all that. It, that was that had been paved and landscaped and turned into a really nice sort of more permanent fixture for these booths. And now they've got walls around it. Not sure exactly what's going there. I don't around know. there is where they do the paint by numbers thing. So it's kind of between. Maybe they're going to have to put the the that three tiered beer garden there because of the sinkhole where it was going to go. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, the beer garden was know. going they where figured the that out. fountains yeah. of nations or whatever oh, it was, yeah. used to yeah. be. Didn't they find a sinkhole where they were going to put that multi-tiered thing? And Another sinkhole? Delay. Yeah. yeah. It was Florida. going basically where Club Cool and oh, all that yeah. was. Zach? No. <laughs> we'll keep talking. No, we're going to sit here in silence until yeah. he's back. Yeah. Make this uh, as awkward as possible. made it down there this year, but you got to you got to see the festival last year and mm -hmm. um, Yeah, it's sad that is this is one of my favorite. That's probably my favorite Epcot festival. Um I I really like it cuz I I follow a lot of the underground artists um mm -hmm. and I really like the fact that you can go down and and well if you're willing to stand in line at least for a long yeah. time, um meet them and and purchase, you know, prints directly from them. And there were a lot of artists that I was really looking forward to seeing this year. So I sad. love the just the wide variety of Disney-inspired art. It's so great. Yeah. Uh, last year, do y'all know the um, paintings that look like they're like little dead versions of those cutie things with the big mm -hmm. eyes and oh, whatever? Yeah. It's like those Hallmark things that are so cheesy but it's like the mm -hmm. weird yeah. dead version of those disney i was standing there just like who the hell likes this like <laughs> you know i know it's all subjective some people love it yeah. but i was like these are so awful and i look and realize i'm like a foot and a half away from the artist <laughs> is that her little, little <laughs> 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 jack Jasmine Beckett Griffin. Yeah. Horrible. Oh my, that's the artist. I mean, that's the, quite the uh, mouthful. I'm, I know she's a good artist. I hate that style. I just don't. It, it, I don't know. It's not me, but that's it's like they great took about a, an art thing I already couldn't stand and then made it goth, or <laughs> yes. I don't know. Yes, that's what I love about it. Is there's something for everybody's taste? I mean, for sure. Yeah, some of the art that I can't. Re what I missed this year that was my favorite artist booth last year was the one. That was the artist that worked in paper, and she made these 3D. They're all, all they were framed almost like a painting, but when you got up close, you realized it's a 3D paper sculpture of. Yeah, they were like an inch deep, and they scene. were layered yeah. back with really shadow box style that. with all these different papers and textures. And they were incredibly expensive, but I really loved them. And there was there was a couple that I was. Because those are ones purchase. you can't buy a print of. It's exactly. Because of the way they're layered, you have to buy the expensive real thing. Yeah, she's just, she's, you know, cutting up paper. And it was, I thought they were beautiful. And I didn't see that stop this year. I want to make a lot of money cutting up paper. Right? Or I just, just do it for you know. free, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's passion. It kind of reminds me of a... Uh, uh, Sell out. It, it kind of reminds me of a... Christmas gift I got this year that's that same sort of thing, only it's wood and it's a castle. It's a 3D Cinderella castle that's been carved into many layers of wood. It's quite pretty. I like Disney art, you guys. New to Weird. Yeah. I like art. Yeah. Just period. And yeah. I like Disney, so when they meet, Ooh. I'm a happy guy. And I like food. Um, and if you'd like to go to drinks and, and food and. We had some good drinks and we had some good food and it's still you do have to stop and and enjoy your beverage before you stroll on. They did but. have more tables out oh, than I so recall many. at the last festival uh, mm -hmm. when you had because they know everybody's complaining. They tell you you have to stop and eat your yep. thing, but where are you stopping? There's only on so many trash, trash can. cans. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I hope that stayed around. Too. 
Because they had lots of uh, high top tables and then tables with chairs and many, many, many more places to sit. Mm-hmm. That was that was good. I like that. There was a bit of a line just to get into the pyramid in Mexico to go visit La Cava del Tequila. So we had to we had to to settle for oh, the that outside line, margarita line. That line came all the way through the pyramid, down the stairs, out well past where Donald's photo thing is and down towards china to get in line for that's what it was like when i was there in december i was like oh i'm gonna go get a margarita from the outside booth yeah the outside one was maybe 10 minutes that we waited and they're good i've enjoyed my drinks from there a couple of little tables there and we actually Mm -hmm. managed to get one of those and just hang out watching the weirdos yeah Yeah, i like how they have that sort of carved out rock sitting Mm -hmm. area that's where we were were sitting Yeah. yeah that's great enjoying margaritas and a michelada which is the weirdest beverage i think i've ever <laughs> ever tried beer clamato juice and mm. you know, lime Worcestershire sauce it yeah. tastes like rim. cold cold beef soup with vodka in it it's kind of like a no, it's beer bloody mary which like a bloody maria i guess yeah only beefy I don't you decide that clamato juice was something that needed to be invented to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. Someone was like, like I love uh, clams, I love tomato. I'm going to take the juice that they packed the don't clams barf in. Enough. You say clamato, I say clamato. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing off. It was good. It is definitely, this is, this is definitely a festival I highly recommend and it's worth a visit. Well, if you're excited to check out a festival at Epcot for yourself or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a major expansion of Epcot's France Pavilion, complete with a state-of-the-art trackless Ratatouille-themed dark ride and a fabulous creperie for all your skinny pancake needs full of expert travel planners, ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. Don't forget to catch up with our friend the Theme Park Professor for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globetrotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventures.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week, and we'll see you real soon. Bye, everybody. I'm going to get some skinny pancakes. That'll do her. <laughs> Bye, y'all. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventures Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.